Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, I'm Trent and it is wonderful to have your company today for this ultra special emergency recording of (laughs) Toy Power as we hit up all the latest news from New York Toy Fair 2020. In the room, joining me today, we have Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Wahoy, hoy. And Darren. Hello, one and all. And... As always, as we do New York, each member of the Toy Power podcast will be given one of these. Shut up and take my money. To use on the toy that we just have to buy, no questions asked. All right, we are going to jump straight into it. And our first topic is Star Wars. Now, this year is an anniversary. Who's good at remembering anniversaries? Darren. 40 years. <laughs> 40, just too slow. Since the Empire Strikes Back. There it you is. Go. You've got it. 40 years since the release of the Empire Strikes Back. And Hasbro are going out all guns yes. blazing with their Star Wars. Starting off with the three and three quarter inch retro line. Now, this is the line like we got Wave 1 where they're based on the vintage figures. They're replicas of vintage figures put on those vintage cards with the wear around the edges and that red sticker. So, we are getting an Empire-centric line. We're getting Luke Skywalker in his Bespin attire, Mm -hmm. Han Solo in his Hoth gear, Princess Leia Organa in Hoth gear, Yoda, Boba Fett, and Lando Calrissian, complete with the sort of vest thing. The vinyl. Vinyl little piece there. Very nice. The other thing I did see was there is a Hoth speeder Luke He's like the Grand Moff Tarkin of this wave. Comes with a board game and is packaged in with that. So if you want to get your hands on the Snowspeeder Luke in that very iconic Snowspeeder outfit, you can get him in that way. The other thing about that that's very different to the vintage figure, if I'm getting this right, he's got the helmet and the visor over his eyes, which I never seem to remember having that sort of visor come down down, over the eyes. So interesting one there. So not to be left behind, Black Series are honouring the Empire Strikes Back's 40th anniversary as well with a retro card offering with the Kenner branding like they did for A New Hope a few years ago featuring Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia Organa, Han Solo, Lando Calrissian, Yoda, R2 and more. Who is this Lando Calrissian? Calrissian. (laughs) Calamari? (laughs) Now, so this was interesting because we'd had a lot of rumours about the sort of leaking. Mm. And there was always the question now with face print technology or that the face reel that they're, the Hasbro are calling it. And we've seen some of these for the first time at New York. And, and Lando was one that I hadn't seen before. Mm. Didn't nail Billy D, in my opinion. No, it was a think... little bit... It was better than the first release that yep. we've got, but it wasn't a splitting likeness. I don't think many of them did, to be fair. Uh, Mark Hamill famously has a seems to have a face that's very difficult to capture with this technology. It just it didn't strike me as as a young Mark Hamill when I looked at the head. It was it's probably better than anything we've received to this point, but I still just went, 
mm, you know, ninety percent of the way there. Just didn't have that last little. Oh my god, I know who I'm looking at. Sort yeah. of thing. And we're getting some more vehicles. This is pretty exciting, isn't it, Darren? Like. I know vehicles are few and far between in Black Series, I think because they're just so big. I mean, I remember back to the very first vehicle they released, which was the First Order TIE Fighter. Yeah. The box is just insanely big. And it it actually ended up here in Australia, and I think in the US as well, as a bit of a clearance item. Oh, yes, it ended up going... It was originally $3.99 Australian at my department stores and ended up being clearanced in the end for 50 bucks. Yeah, wow. Which is crazy. I looked at it, I think, at that price. And I just couldn't justify the space. But we are getting another vehicle, and this is one that fits in very well with uh, the Empire Strikes Back. So the Imperial Probe Droid, most famous from from the opening scene of the Empire Strikes Back, this guy is finally in scale and comes with an appropriately weather-beaten um, paint finish. That's not a vehicle, but you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you're right. Sorry, That's you're it. right. The snow speeder. That's it. That's uh, the one. With, sorry. With dark uh, retailer figure, six-inch figure compatible, the uh, recommended retail price is 129 US coming in summer 2020. Distracted by the beautiful picture, that was one. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that, that character is Dak Router. So Dak Router, who's who, that? he's the gunner in Luke Snowspeeder. So he he basically uh, goes. Yep, yep. I could take. I feel like I could take on the whole empire today. And gets killed pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, very quickly after that. Yeah. Wonk, wonk, um, wonk, wonk. <laughs> <laughs> Slave One. We're getting everyone loves Slave One. Yep. Right, it's a beautiful looking vehicle. And if you think back to that three and three quarter inch line, we are getting a beautiful Slave One in that scale, and it is very much that retro sort of card box yep. design where we get the old photographs but this is done this is not in the vintage retro line this is in the more articulated three and three quarter inch line sure. which is again i think they put them on the nice cards yeah, but they're a yeah. bit more articulated and a bit more like the actors so in the background of that you've got this the stormtrooper standing guard you've got a couple of the bespin guys in their mm-hmm. blue outfits and you've got the Han Solo in Carbonite being loaded onto the Slave One. So it even comes with that yeah. Han Solo in Carbonite. $150 US coming in spring 2020. Now, what melts hearts and is also part of the Star Wars universe? Uh, a little green baby Yoda. Yeah, Everyone's, baby. He's, uh, I think, next to the Mandalorian himself. This is probably the most popular character in Star Wars right now. Finally, we, we poked a, a few jokes at the fact that Hasbro or no one seemed to have merch and, and part of that was a surprise <laughs> reveal and, and now it's gone quite the other way. It's an avalanche, isn't it? Everywhere. Um, we've spoken to some of these before but probably the highlight is the uh, close-to-life-size animatronic version of Baby Yoda you can get. There was a video doing the rounds of the, the, the rep showing off and you would literally pat his head and the eyes would close and the ears would drop down and he'd make all these little cooing sounds going, oh, that's really... Or if when you'd actually go to lie him down, he would. he's obviously got sensors in him so he would know that it's, oh, sleep time and he'd sort of like snuggle in and, and have a little smile on his face. And there's even a, uh, a force uh, feature on it where he lift the hands and the eyes close and you hear like the you know, using the force type sound effects on it. So, look, I looked at that and went, oh, that's going to be hideous. My wife looked at it and went, uh, shut up and take my money. Yeah. Like, I want that. Um, not too bad. 100 bucks Australian. You can get it's it through, through pop wow. culture. Yep. So that's... that's- very affordable for an yeah. animatronic. I, I, I suppose because they're just making it in such mass quantities, yeah, sure. therefore they bring out a bring the price down. Correct. Yeah. So a hundred dollars that's very affordable yeah. for a lot of uh, you know collectors that otherwise aren't diehard. Yep. 
Yeah, so, so compared to your, your hot toys and stuff, which may be that obviously that's you know more percentage accurate. Yeah, this is one that you know acts and behaves like Baby Yoda for probably a third of that price. Mm, very good. All right, moving on to Avatar: The Last Airbender. Diamond Select Toys is giving us figures from their proposed waves two and three, which is mm. very exciting. These waves, I think Diamond Select, they do things like Ghostbusters as well. Generally, sure. their lines are sort of in that smaller range, so three figures. Um, and it looks like now we've seen a methodology which is releasing an Ang with each wave, so mm. a variant of Ang to kind of be the center figure for a wave. So if you remember back to ni 2019, we got our wave one, which was uh, sort of a traditional-looking Ang, Katara, and Zuko. Uh, wave two, now we're getting up sort of the powered up mm -hmm. Ang. So yep. he's got the, the light up arrow on his head and his eyes are lit up. Uh, we're also getting Fire Lord Azai, who is voiced by none other than Mark Hamill yep. in the animation. Gosh, and he's getting around. Yeah, he's getting around, <laughs> isn't he? He's doing well. And Soka. And wave three is a gliding Ang. So as we know, he's an airbender, so he can make his glider work without any wind. Mm. Azula and Tofbei Fong which is really cool. And if you follow Legend of Korra, Beifong comes back uh, like a number of these characters in yep. their sort of older form. So this is the the young Beifong character. This is a really cool line. I'm, I'm loving it. The likenesses are wonderful. Um, even there with uh, Fire Lord's Eye, he's got like the fire foot. You can kind of yep. put him and he's levitating on this fire. So really nice attention to detail to get those bending effects into the line. And so. I love how for an anime show where there's often crazy expressions, some of the, the ones, I'm not sure if there's alternate heads, not, the, not that I could see in these pictures, but the one I've got for Azula in particular is just, she, she's a character who in the show, if you know, she's very sort of stoic most of the time, but then she sort of loses the plot towards the end of the series and goes a little bit crazy. And they've gone for that crazy yeah. big eyes, like I'm going to kill you smile. Yeah, maniacal face, smile. That's the, yeah. And I just think that's the perfect choice because that, is what fans of the show will remember yep. from, from her character arc. So, yeah. yeah, great stuff all around. All right, moving over to Transformers. Now, Hasbro seemed to be in a bit of a thing where they, they tease about half of the reveals, like two, three days out from the con. So it's a little bit confusing as to what was actually revealed at New York Toy Fair versus what we saw, saw leading into it. But basically, they've uh, we all know of the Autobots and Decepticons, They've now announced as part of this current wave of Earthrise is we're going to have a couple more factions to the thing. So we're talking about uh, mercenaries and, of course, everybody's favorite, the Quintessons. So mercenaries, they're taking sort of some characters who have traditionally perhaps been Decepticon or Autobot and grouping them into these mercenaries. I'm guessing the idea is that they're... They're, they're neither so they're neutral they don't care they go where the, the money or I guess where the energon is so we're getting a deluxe run amok figure uh, this is a brand new mold it's not like a bit of a redo like they have done with other figures no doubt there's an announcement for runabout coming so run amok is the, the white sort of car for those that remember it also in the mercenaries range we get a Voyager class snapdragon I think we've heard about this coming up for a while and a leader class version of Double Dealer for those people who remember that old school toy. Snapdragon, of course, is a triple changer, robot, jet, and I guess the kaiju mode. Double Dealer is like a big base mode with almost looks like a bit of a G.I. Joe toy with ridiculously sized, you know, ICBM missiles on the back of him. Uh, moving on to the Quintessons, this is the one that's got a lot of people excited. The Quintessons don't, despite their 
how well integrated to the series they are and the history of the franchise don't get a lot of love in in toy form historically so we finally get the the quintus on judge which of course oh, yeah. is that famous five face sort of you know <laughs> guilty or innocent innocent but he's always innocent and then they still dunk him well, it doesn't it matter, doesn't matter does it? <laughs> I think that's the point yeah. right? <laughs> that's their twisted version of justice yep. uh, there's Alicon and the modulator Slither Fang as well so these designs if, you, if you're a fan of that 86 movie these designs are going to jump out at you and just grab your attention really really well did we get a feel for how big the Quintesson Judge is? not that I could t- just looking at the pictures and again there's not it's a, a, a photoshopped image so there's no background I've got a feeling they're going to be Voyager size so okay. that that's going to stand you know about a 6 inch yeah. type figure which is no, that's good which is really nice interesting you know classes of Transformer what does a thing with well, five faces transform into the, right? the faces sort of just turn around don't they so you I guess, don't see them articulated I jaws the, I don't know the like, tentacles are all articulated yeah. I've heard and it's, that, that base I don't know if that base does anything it looks like a chair he's on a chair yeah yeah, yeah yeah very strange so there were some other ones the ones that excited me a little bit are some stuff from the studio series we got a really good look at really good nice look at uh, I was going to say Starscream but it's actually what was it Astro Train I think was what the no Blitzwing sorry Blitzwing yeah Blitzwing right. as he appears in the Bumblebee movie uh, there's a few more from that even the, the brief Cybertron scenes we, we saw at the start of that front end of that movie they're doing a really nice cliff jumper at that sort of deluxe scale he looks amazing. But the big one, well, there's two oh. big ones, actually. Oh, yeah. We'll start with the Autobots, Commander-class Skylinks. Yep. For those who remember Skylinks, it's a seagull that's sitting on top of a dog and somehow it works as a Transformer. I yeah. prefer a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, the story goes that when he turns into like a, a space shuttle, the old white space shuttle with a, sort of like a launcher mechanism, Hasbro actually worked with NASA mm. to get some of these. How, how does a spaceship actually work and some of the aesthetics looking so accurate as they could but the other one that's got people excited big old decepticon and he's been teased leading into this the yep. titan class scorponok yeah so to go with those fort maxes you probably already have this is the big green and purple got the claws for the hands got the base mode um and the actual scorpion mode they paid extra attention to try and you know get him as close to g1 as possible but obviously using sort of modern day tech tooling and techniques. So. And, his, and his little packing char- uh, transformer character looks awesome. I forget his name. As uh, Black Zarak, I think it is. No, like, that's the, the head. headmaster. That's the yeah. head. But this little um, this character here looks really cool. The one with the six wheels and things. Oh, does that and come that, with him as well? Yeah, is yeah it? that's him. Oh, yeah. yes, that was the. Yep, I forget yeah. the name of it. Because yeah. the, the the G one was very two articulations, like just fold down, yeah. you know, yeah. in half, and then the arms move. Sure, that, that was it. And uh, but this guy looks, you know, like a proper With little proper, robot. Yeah, yeah. Mm. looks awesome. Absolutely. Now, nah, very good. All right, I think we're going to touch on Marvel Legends now. Ooh, yeah. And there is a lot to get through. I know there's going to be some excitement in the room, <laughs> and a prediction that's come true. Yes. I think, or well, one of one of our hopes yeah. for the future of Marvel Legends. We'll touch on that, but that's, that's super right. exciting. Yeah. Something that Frank called a long time ago. Yeah, and something that uh, I think yourself, Darren, has sort of been going, oh, I really hope they'd do this, and we all laughed and went, ha, 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 it'll never happen. But, but good timing we, for it as well. Absolutely. Actually, you're the one who called that it would, that I wasn't uh, just dreaming. Yeah, oh. you're the one who called, called right. it I'll many episodes it. ago. <laughs> so let's start with some of the stuff. We've seen pretty much most of the figures from this Age of Apocalypse wave where you get the likes of uh, the one-handed Wolverine, Sunfire, Morph, Jean Grey, Dark Beast. 
They've finally shown us a builder figure, which makes perfect sense given the theme, and it is Sugar Man. Yeah, it's Just, so wacky. It shouldn't isn't work. It? it shouldn't work. Look at that head. I mean, Jean Grey comes packed with the Sugar yeah. Man hair. <laughs> And she looks like the uh, builder figure. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's so big. The head takes up the whole the, blister. The she looks like the accessory part, not yeah. the uh, figure. Oh, what a crazy figure. I think I, I watched the Hasbro panel where they were talking, the designers were talking about this and go, yeah, we just wanted to like give our packaging team real headaches when we made this builder figure. So here you go, here's the figure. Now you've got to work out how to get it in like eight boxes or whatever yep. it is. So. Look, along with that, there is a deluxe figure who comes on his own. You can't have the Age of Apocalypse without Apocalypse himself. And this is in the sort of more the red and blue as he appears in that series. So he's going to be a standalone uh, deluxe figure. So he obviously stands a a head taller than most of your other legends. We're going a little bit retro now. They are doing in... We've seen some of the X-Men retro cars they've done that are very reminiscent of the old Toy Biz stuff. They're moving on with that to Retro Spider-Man. Yeah, these are cool. I love the packaging on these. And uh, yeah, I guess we're getting the MJ, which is always good to get a new MJ figure. Yeah, so it's it's packaged as a a Gwen Stacy figure, but then there's the alternate head where you can take off the blonde head and put the red-headed on there. And so if, if MJ is your preferred Spidey crush, then you can you can do it that way. Or if you just want both. You grab grab a couple, grab and then two. you've got to grab one for the for the card, yeah. Because you've got to leave one of those sealed up. So <laughs> three three MJ slash Gwen. I feel like Trent's giving us a preview into his ordering system. <laughs> yes, and um, stay tuned for that on Hasbro's financial. <laughs> you, um, you'll see the, you'll <laughs> see the blip, won't Trent you? Trent will be named, uh, and Hasbro sales went up because he bought three of each. <laughs> Trent put the order in. We're also getting a Peter Parker, which is nice for a change, sort of uh, in the the sort of regular clothes. Also comes with a half and half head, and this took me a second to work out what they'd done. In the comics, it was done that when he was dressed as a civilian, but his spidey sense was going off. To oh. illustrate that, they would go, "Hey, don't forget, this guy is actually Spider-Man in disguise, and have half of his head drawn with the traditional red mask and the there white you eyes." Go. But that was was that how the original toy came from that era? Did he have the half half head? I don't know about no. the toy. Okay. I, um, the, the might have been a transforming feature. That yeah, I feel like I've seen that maybe. a figure of that before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's super cool. And even on the box art, there's one that looks like it's got Peter Parker with the full head. Yep. Like in the terms of a little picture on the side, and one that's got with that half Spider-Man. Yeah, head. I think if I, the half head is definitely the new one. You can see the Hasbro logo in the oh, corner. Right. I think you find the yep. other one that has. Uh, just got a traditional that's actually an original figure they had by comparison and when you looked at them you go oh there's a second peter parker and then no no that's actually got the toy biz logo in the bottom that's the original so that you could you could look at the card art and go holy crap they could be part of the same way they look so so good love it moving on we've got a bit of an avengers abomination slash gamerverse wave this is one's a bit of a mixture they've got some from the upcoming square enix game you get a a, an iron man and captain america uh, miss marvel uh, and then you get some really uh, off the wall characters. There's Mac One, who a uh, Rage, who I know very little about. Uh, Captain Marvel, who is that the male version of that so, same monkeyer. And one I'm excited about the most is the Leader, who's a yeah. traditional Hulk villain, the sort of green alien with a large head. If you get this whole wave, you get to do get the builder figure of Abomination. There was an Abomination figure not that long ago, but this one seems to have extra... It's certainly got a new head sculpt. I believe the hands are a bit different, and he's got extra, uh, I guess, scales and spikes coming out of him. So he he looks like a brand new figure. I suspect there's some reuse in there somewhere. Butterfly articulation yeah, on the shoulders. Yeah, a figure of that scale is, is yeah. pretty unusual to see. 
very very cool looking we are going to get now into the movie figures so which oh, movies are we, you mean MCU all of them, right all of them. no 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 <laughs> go all the way back to original X-Men that's exactly right oh, this is goodness. what we were alluding to earlier Darren has said oh, I would love for Marvel Legends to do some of the the X-Men Days of Future Past that's one of his favourite flicks and I got into a discussion with some people on the internet as you do and I went do you know what I think it's a real possibility. The timing works. You yeah. called it on there's this a, show. There's a bit of a lull with the MCU as far as they've, they've done a lot of those figures to death. They've had the properties under their belt for a good 12 months or more now. Yep. I think it's going to happen. It's, no, no, no. It'll never happen. I was like, oh, let's just wait and see. And boom, they open this reveal up with Hugh Jackman accurate Wolverine in the, in the brown coat looking he's got a couple of alternate heads one yeah. where he's got the angry face on there's also another Hugh Jackman in like the white tank type as you see later in the films we've all probably got a yeah. number of Wolverine figures in our collection and most Marvel Legends collectors more than most you need this you one need as it. well yeah this yeah. is the absolutely. thing absolutely it they've, is huge they've done so well to put out a Wolverine that every fan and collector is going to want to get sure like how, how, how good is that yeah. and, and that's the benefit of having this license under their belt yeah. to be able to do these but we're not just stopping at Wolverine are we oh no that you might think oh that's a one off Wolverine yeah. probably the most popular character no no we're getting Rebecca Romaine otherwise known as Mystique yep. from those early X-Men films we're getting even some from the Deadpool universe the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool yep. now you might go I've got six Deadpool figures no thank you but you look at it and go it's it's it is different. It's sculpted differently. You'd swear you could see Ryan Reynolds' chiseled jaw under that hood, right? <laughs> uh, we're getting Josh Brolin Cable. We're also getting uh, Domino as Ooh, she yeah. was paid. <laughs> you were just waiting for your <laughs> foxy yeah. comment. Yeah. Is that you to shut foxy up and take is. my money? <laughs> yeah. um, well, in, in any other year, it might have been for Ben, <laughs> but this this year. I, I saw Birds of Prey, so the little songbird in that is uh, my next new foxy. <laughs> That's the new foxy one. Love, yeah. <laughs> um, also, and this is probably one that excites me quite a bit. So, for, also, sorry from Deadpool, we're getting a Negasonic Teenage Warhead. It's worth noting that the Josh Brolin cable is a Walmart exclusive, I believe. He, so he's going to be the, the hard one to get. Very good likeness again. But the two that I just went, yes, they're doing a Magneto and a Professor X in the movie thing. And you go, yeah. all right, well, cool. which which version? Both. Exactly. you got to do both. You, gotta, you, <laughs> you, you get both. Yeah. You buy one Professor Xavier in the wheelchair in his nice blue suit. And there's one head that looks like James McAvoy and the other head that looks like Patrick Stewart. And that is just Genius. the most yeah. collector-friendly, oh my God, move. Uh, and the same thing for Magneto. So Ian McKellum and Michael Fassbender, you get both of those in the one figure. Very, Ingenious. very well done. Look, there's some other weird stuff they did with the venomized figures of Captain America, Miles Morales, Spider-Man and Spider-Gwen. I, I feel like Marvel's doing a bit of a real Venom push at the moment, which is odd considering they don't get the profits from that Venom 2 movie that we know is, is coming. Well, ma maybe that, that is a smart move by people who want Venom things, so they're like, oh, look, yeah, there's Venom toys, let's it. buy Yeah, them. interesting. Look, there's a whole lot of single releases that are mostly exclusive. I'm just going to run through them because there's too many to get through. We're getting a, an Iron Man 2020, which is the, one, the version that comes with the big cogs for sort of like shoulder pads. Uh, there's an old school war machine looking like his first iteration comes with a huge arsenal of, of you know gun muzzle flashes effects and stuff there's a gamerverse version of the stardust armor in iron man from the again from the game there's like a white uh, armor red hulk finally gets uh, a release which is one we haven't seen for a while these are all exclusives to this point and we're also getting 
old school Punisher with the big black Harley Davidson motorcycle. It's not a reuse. Uh, it looks like all new sculpting and a new head. Uh, there's also stuff about Old Man Logan, Old Man Hawkeye. We're getting a current version of Rogue in her sort of green and white outfit. Old School Storm as she appears on the front of Giant Size X-Men number one. Uh, they've lent into the Hydra Soldier with Army Builders. You can order them, I think, direct from Hasbro and as many as the website will let you get. Uh, and even Nimrod. Look, but the big thing right at the end of their presentation was there was a tease for a HasLabs project. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this. But essentially, it looked look like a bit of a, a T-1000 sort of looking through robotic eyes type thing. And there was a little uh, profile picture of Jubilee. And it said, you know, identifying dot, 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 mutant, you know, apprehends, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And then just cut out. And that was it. They didn't speak to it. They didn't talk about it. But basically, it was HasLabs and Marvel Legends. Now, HasLabs, as we know, they're the big crowd uh, crowd-funded arm of Hasbro. They do massive scale figures. What does that tell you? Uh, I feel a Sentinel coming on. Sentinel, like straight out of the early... And I reckon it's going to be 100% in scale. Because you, you think about it, the Unicron that we're yeah. all talking about, you do it at that scale, that's almost too... When you think of the early 90s cartoon, yeah. that's pretty much the same scale. So it's going to stand... Oh, eight times taller than your average Marvel Legends. It'd be taller than your little boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So nothing confirmed on that, but that's pretty much where I think they were headed with that. All righty. That is fantastic. What ex an exciting time it is to be Oof. a Marvel Legends collector. And don't even bother getting your pay packet directed to your bank account. Just, just send, send it straight it. to Hasbro. Yeah, just direct it straight <laughs> to them. Might as well. No point being the middleman in all of this. All right, we are now going to talk some DC news, and we're going to kick it off with Multiverse. Now, as we know, Todd McFarlane has taken over yep. the DC Adult Collector license, and they've had their first Wave 1 showing. Those figures are showing up in retail outlets as we speak. Yep. But now we're teasing a lot of the upcoming figures, and it's good to know, and I know Darren will be happy to hear this, that... McFarlane are continuing on with their movie figure tie-in. Yeah, so the first sure. one of those to get the treatment is figures from the up-and-coming Wonder Woman 84 movie. So we are getting a regular-looking Gal Gadot Wonder Woman, but also if you've seen the trailer, mm -hmm. you know she dons the Golden Falcon armor with the big wings Huge. that to me looks so much out of Kingdom Come. Yeah, yeah. just, just yep. so beautiful. Uh, they're the two two versions that we've come. So, detachable wings for the golden armor version and a flight stand. Great recommended retail price of $20 US and available in April. What are your thoughts on this, Darren, being a big DC movie fan? I thought these, to me, and obviously we're judging photos on the internet, I haven't seen Wave 1 in, in real life yet. I thought these looked, to me... A little better than than perhaps what I was expecting, and and a little better than than um, the pictures of Wave One. To me, you know, the resemblance is 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 probably stronger than what I was expecting from from them. I, I noticed a few people around the room raise their eyebrows, but <laughs> it, my expectations yeah. after seeing some of the pictures of Wave One were not high. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, so 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 you so they probably were easy to it's probably higher. easy to exceed them. Higher than what you're expecting, but still room for improvement? Is that sort of what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, that's probably so, how I'd sum it up. I think her face looks beautiful, yep. right? But Agreed. it's not Gal No, Gal absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's a, nice, it's a nice face. It's well painted. Yes. Uh, it, yeah, it looks good, but you're right. It's 
You know, if it's you not go, her. no, it's not her. Yeah. And if you look at some of the SH figure arts type stuff, where it's an absolute splitting image of those yes. characters, and and look, granted, those are higher price point. You're figures. paying for that, yeah. To me, for twenty dollar. I, I can't it, expect much it's more. It's a beautiful face. You'll yeah. be uh, happy uh, with that in amongst, uh, you know, 20 other figures. So yeah. But what would $20 shop. US translate to over here? Probably 30, oh, 35. 30. You reckon yeah. it would yeah. yeah. be about easily 30. You don't think it would be... exceed that? I was thinking it might have been closer to 45, nah. 50. No. Nah. I, I, think, I think even... Uh, what are they going for at the moment? Well, that's the, the thing. They're, 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 coming, they're coming under the regular Marvel price, and yeah. I think that's a deliberate choice by them to say, hey... If you want something that's comparable, but from the other side of the comics universe, here's a cheaper price point to yeah. get people in. Correct. Absolutely. The other thing we saw, and that's probably exciting for a number of people out there, is they're doing Arkham Asylum. So we know DC Collectibles, or as we'll get to, DC Direct, <laughs> did some Arkham Asylum figures when the game was out. Sure. But it's nice. You know, that, that was a while ago, mm. and those figures are pretty iconic by today's standards. Joker and Batman in that style. Joker comes with some little chattering teeth and some nice yep. little details again. I think pretty darn good for the price point, yep. in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to move on to something. We're going to go into now DC Direct. Yes, that's right. There's been an official Wait, press release what saying... What are they called again? Was well, DC they started off as DC Direct. You sure? They changed to DC Collectibles. Yeah. And now it's back to DC Direct. <laughs> they want... Look, and I think... Look, and this, this was always my concern with the DC Collectibles... It sounded very generic. In a world of DC, it sounded very generic. DC Direct is, this is the stuff direct from the source. We are owned by DC. We're not licensing it out to anyone. It's in our own in-house. DC Direct works. DC Collectibles is like, who is that? Is that some other... I collect DC toys. That's confusing. And I think um, they basically came out and said, we want to be known the fact our asset Direct is that we're from the source. From the source. We've sure. got unparalleled access to all the creators and that's what we want to be known Fair for. Enough. Now, a lot of people absolutely loved DC Collectibles, Batman the Animated Series and new Batman Adventures yeah. figures that they did. They also branched into a bit of Superman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond or Batman of the Future. You know, But people love that Bruce Timm mm. style of figure. Now, we're getting a, essentially a new line from what I understand okay. and it's called Batman the Adventure Continues, right? So these are the ones where they're doing characters that didn't necessarily appear in Correct. the show? That's, yes, that's part of it. Okay. So sort of like, okay, let's take the Batman who laughs yep. and do him as if he was done in that Bruce Timm style. So that's part of sure. it. We're getting Red Hood. We're getting... We've seen a lot of you know Nightfall Batman, that sort of thing. But we're also getting re-releases of figures from the BTAS line and the new Batman Adventures right. line. So for example, I'll just run through it quickly... We're getting a Thomas Wayne Batman, okay? So this yep. is from this is the, the Flashpoint. Yeah, Flashpoint. it's an aspect. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's basically where Bruce dies and Thomas survives and Thomas turns into Batman. So we're getting that done in an animated styling. Um, we're getting, obviously, the, the, the Batman who laughs that we'd seen. Um, but we're also getting, like, Catwoman. Catwoman was a Wave 1 figure, and she, I think she was released early on with the new Adventures Batman with mm. Tim Drake Robin. And a lot of them had problems with the articulation right. joints. You could see the pin in the upper thigh. Yeah. They've corrected that pin. They're re-releasing them. Now, they also seem to be adding cell shading. So if you think to your oh, nice. Ninja Turtles NECA yep. stuff, where they sort of add a bit of that texture, even the, the Mondo um, 
Batman figures that they sure. did Batman Mr. Freeze. If you think to that style of pain applications, that's what they're doing here. Now, the kicker, so improved articulation, bit of cell shading, and the kicker for some of these, new heads. So Catwoman yeah. is coming with her Selena Kyle head. The blonde. The blonde, the blonde look, right? <laughs> so that's, that's really cool. But a, a slew of previously released figures will be reissued, including things like Riddler, Supergirl, that big, beefy, dark knight version of Batman. Mm-hmm. But we're also getting Talon, who looked to be new, um, and a vampire Batman, which was looks awesome. very, yeah, very, yeah, cool. very yeah. cool. So I'm, I'm super excited by that line, and I think it's a good way to mix up and re-release some characters. Because how long has it been since some of these first hit the pegs, like the early uh, DC collectible stuff? I reckon it's like four years. It yeah. came out for Batman's 80th anniversary, sure. some of the figures. Um, um, I remember them having so the that was last 80th. year the 80th was, was it? it the 75th they 75th, 75th sorry 75th. yeah 75th. Right. Uh, yeah. so at least at least five years sure yeah alright now Darren you have to be excited anytime a toy company puts out a 1966 Batcave <laughs> a Batmobile Alfred Pennyworth and a slew of Batman villains so very true. So Mezco have have done what Funko were not able to do. They have put out the Rogues Gallery, the the four main supervillains of Batman sixty six. So we only got Catwoman and some secondary villains in that um, assortment Book, bookworm, from Funko. King Tut, and those sort of things. And in the past, um, yeah. two two Mr. Mr. Freezes and Otto yep. Preminger, and yep. the chase was Eli Wallach as Mr. Freeze. So we're now getting the Joker, Penguin, Riddler. Another Catwoman, a Batman, a Robin, and an Alfred Pennyworth, as yeah. Trent mentioned. A beautiful Batcave diorama slash playset. So that's part of it, is it? Like, I thought that was just a dio for the, for the show. I thought that was part of it. I reckon you get it. It says it 1966 like Batman yeah. Deluxe set. It's cardboard. Yeah, sure. It's yep. cardboard. Um, so therefore, it could be done. Yeah. You know, it could be yeah, part of your packaging. Yeah. That's, oh, okay. That's oh, how cool. I envisioned it. Plus, you get, of course, the Batmobile. I can only suspect if they were going to do, you know, a proper uh, background display, they'd make it a bit better than yeah. a cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that's fair. Yeah, but but a cardboard one that's pretty oh, cheap for them to print out and yeah. pretty cool. Uh, yeah, you know, for you to unfold uh, on the other side of the. And I think you know, to me, these are this is this is the line as Darren said called five points. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's essentially like reaction. It's like Kenner three and three quarter inch Star Wars figures. And cardboard playsets were a thing back in the yeah, Star Wars absolutely. day. You know, I remember yeah, a, a, a even the bigger cantina. Day, yeah. yeah, so it, it's sort of a nice throwback to that era. And there's even a bat pole. There's like you know, it's it's the <laughs> it's where the bat poles come down, um, and there's little poles in there. Like very very cool, very clever. And I think low cost way to get a a bat cave out to your collectors. Mm. Absolutely, and I I think the great idea of them being in in that scale with that. That Funko line, as Trent alluded to, is if you got that line and feel burnt, you didn't get the main rogues gallery. You can mix and match. So if if um, Mezco don't get to another wave of this, you can bring in your Funko Batgirl, your Funko um, two versions of Mister Freeze, your yeah. Bookworm, and sure. your King Tut, and and rend out a bit of a Batman sixty six universe. Yeah, that's very cool. Hey, remember, same staying on the path of the Mezco Five Points, we saw images of the Fleischer Superman set. We now got confirmation this is coming again as a deluxe set. Features that very iconic looking Superman. We've got Clark Kent in his blue suit and hat. Lois Lane in that sort of orange, um, I guess, suit. Mm. And the robot from that Fleischer episode. There's also the diorama, which is a cardboard cutout again 
of the cave and kind of the robot facility there and a telephone booth which looks to be made of plastic which I suspect will be maybe have some sort of transforming oh, so change you just need a change. quick flick sort of, yeah. yeah put the two figures in each side which like, looks yep. very cool I love that look and this is really if you think about Batman the Animated Series well Bruce Tim took the style sure. from this cartoon I mean that was a heavy influence, influence for what definitely. he did so you look at that Superman and it looks beautiful it's, it's even that it's got the black S behind like yeah, Kingdom Come. I thought it was Kingdom Come for it, a second, yeah, but yeah. it's based on the original. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So very, very excited. Hey, I had to put this in the run sheet. Kota by Kuya, but showed you. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit about <laughs> that. Is this your shut up and take what? your money? I was going to say. What market? It? What market is buying this? Like honestly, I don't know. The Trent market. I, I'm, I'm hooked on these. How <laughs> good are these? Yeah, they look cool, but like, oh my like... goodness, the Brony market, my friend. Yeah. The Brony market. Fair enough, fair enough. All right. I'm going to start off with My Little Pony. That is right. We have seen some of these Bishoju. Now, Bishoju traditionally will do things like, you know, Baroness. They might yep. do a Baroness or they might do a, a Starfire or something like that. They're all about the ladies. All about, all the, about ladies, the ladies, accentuating <laughs> the features. But we're getting that in My Little Pony. Now, you go, well, I don't really want to see a pony, right, in those sort of poses. But the, what they're doing is it's like each pony has a spirit human. <laughs> Right? And their spirit... Equestrian girls, it's called. Equestrian girls, yeah. They have a spirit human, and it's the human that's sort of like taking on the characteristics of the pony that's featured. But then you also get, and I'm getting a lot of strange looks in the room right now, I can tell you, you also get the little version of the pony at the base, and they look fantastic. I'll run through the list. We are getting Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie, Twilight Sparkle, and Fluttershy. These are fully painted versions on display, and I think they look... Absolutely beautiful. Are they articulated? Or are they no, more just these are these are for show, for show, right. for show So, how many are you going to get? Oh, look, I'm on a budget at the moment. <laughs> uh, I probably won't get these, but I tell you what, if I if I had money to burn, oh, I'd be getting these this whole way. <laughs> hey, uh, just keeping on the Kotobayakuya train for a moment, they also do this thing where they interpret famous horror villains mm. as females and then put them in their Bishoju line. We're getting. Pennywise. And look how creepy that is. Look how creepy her eyes are. She's leaning over with the balloon. She looks like they're ble- bleeding. Her eyes are bleeding. Yeah. It's now, so... This is, this is what I... This yeah. is the market I see. Yeah. This is why I just can't wrap my head around the, uh, you know... My the, little the pony stuff. Pony ones nah, I, I get it. it. It is an odd choice. We're also getting Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> and Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlejuice. That's, that's uh, absolutely incredible. A lot of these are just showing up in the unpainted prototype. But there are some cards in the back window showing you what they'll look like when they're painted. And just a shout out to our G.I. Joe friends. The Bishoju line on G.I. Joe is continuing mm, with some repaints. The Baroness we saw yeah. a long time Baroness ago. Baroness we saw in her traditional black outfit. We are now seeing her in a red and sort blue. So one in red and another that, figure in blue. Like sort of a Crimson Guard type. Yeah, uh, Crimson yeah, Guard very okay. much and almost like Cobra Command blue. And Scarlet's getting a, a redo. She's wearing kind of like the blue underbody suit. And then she's got the sort of silver chest armor, white gloves. So if you look, I, I, I mean, personally, my taste was the first releases, the more iconic sure. black and the more iconic traditional scarlet colors. But I guess there is a market for these. And if you're a G.I. Joe fan, get onto it. 
Uh, Master of the Universe, we have some prop replicas coming out in quarter four 2020. These are scaled down. They are not life-size. How disappointing is that? Boom. But they, yeah, but they look freaking amazing. Could, do all, they ever? <laughs> they look metallicized and uh, just awesome. We've got... Um, uh, Teela's staff, the snake serpent. We've got uh, battle armor's uh, axe, He-Man's axe. We've got the sword of power. We've got the havoc star from Skeletor. That's my pick, right yeah. there. Havoc, havoc star, star. Yeah. Yep. and then we've got uh, Keldor's sword as well, aka Skeletor. Which and is, is that what's that one on the end there? Is that looks like, like Lord blades? Of the Rings yeah, it does yeah. look very Lord of the Rings. Maybe that's a different line. But they're they're doing a few of these, and as I understand it, they they're doing a, only a couple at life size. Not not of the Masters ones, but then. The natural questions people go. I want a life-size havoc staff. Like, what do I need to do, right? And they this you need is, to this put is, send your money order in. Pretty into. much. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. This is this is them testing the waters. If this, and I think they're sort of at a, a one-tenth scale, right? Um, in yeah. terms of like from full size. So, because I can attest, those are Halloween props, the uh, foam uh, power swords from sure. years ago. Uh, sold really well. Uh, yes, you know, yeah. and I, I know they and they had uh, they were able to market that to the Shira swords and do some odd color choices and things. Uh, so I think this is just the next level, like proper um, metallicized. Uh, I you agree. Know, actually, feeling like real, you know, steel, so to speak. <laughs> I'm going to be the odd one out here and say I, I would just love a life size sort of the power, sort of power. This would just be incredible. It's a cos- I mean, they'd all cosplayer's be... dream, right? Like, yeah. So easy to, you know, add that to whatever well, costume you want to do. It like. would be... Like, I, I understand why they did foam swords for that sure. first release. Because could you imagine the weight of something that oh, even is... Yeah. I bought that sword off Big Bad Toy Store yeah. and I, I shudder to tell anyone the price of shipping. And that's a foam <laughs> sword. Because it was such the a ridiculous right? yeah. uh, shaped box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was, you know, yeah, it was just such a... It wasn't very uh, $20 wide, for the sword and yeah, exactly. $100 for shipping. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah crazy. All right. But now, I had to have it. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> now, I want Darren to talk to some, some vehicles that we saw here. Because that... That packaging, if that didn't get the nostalgia bug kind of going, I don't oh, know what in, does. In the Masters Origins we're talking about. Yeah, so Mattel's Masters of the Universe Origins. Not a lot of new products in terms of figures revealed, as as Trent alluded to. We did see some close-ups, though, of some really cool things, but the packaging was, was showcased. We saw Battle Cat in package, packaging. I know we've seen a picture of that before, but we actually saw the packaging of that. We saw the... Uh, Prince Adam Sky Sled pack uh, packaging, and we saw the back of the He-Man that's going to come on the blister card for Master Universe Origins, which has like the cross sell art and and you know some of the other figures that are available in the line. That's sort of thing. So we got got to see this, I guess, feeling a lot closer now that we're seeing it sort of packaged. I thought the the box art, what well, you know, the art generally on on the He-Man card as well was incredible. You know, it just really took me back to that that vintage Master of the Universe art that you know we all fell in love with that set our imaginations on, on fire and, and, and fueled a lifelong love of that franchise. So so yeah, I, I was I was really, really happy to see that. Is this the first time we've seen Orco? Because I don't recall seeing Orco. We saw a teaser before. at PowerCon. I don't think I've seen Orco before. No. Yeah. yeah, we saw a teaser at PowerCon like um a picture? A, a picture went up of a future wave which included um part of Scare Guy. Not his face, um, part of many faces, not his face, part of Orko, not right. his face. Okay. Um, so these are coming, coming and everyone, of course, could work out who they were. Sure. Mm, very good. Interesting. Hey, now, 
who would have thought it's almost been 20 years no. since the release of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings It's trilogy. been that long. Well, I think, right, from memory, it came out in 2001. Yes. So, 2001, Far 2002, out. 2003 for the for the three films. Jeez. All so, right. it's been a while. Mm. Now, if you remember back to 2001, Toy Biz had the license to do Lord of the Rings action figures, and they did it in what was almost akin to Marvel Legends at the time. Sure. You know, super articulated, tried to get the film likenesses, bit like, you know, X-Men when X-Men came out yep. and Toy Biz put out those you know, As accurate figures. as they could do at the time. Yeah, but look, let's... And I collected that entire line and they were good. They, they were solid. Yeah, they were very collectible. I think a lot of adults collected them. I don't think there's much value in no, them today. I don't know kids, how that, yeah. that yeah resonated with kids. But I tell you what, Diamond Select Toys have killed it with these prototypes of the Lord of the Rings figures. I mean, these are insane. They just look like they've come right off the screen. Um... We are getting Legolas, Aragon, Frodo, Gimli, right? Mm. So four out of the Fellowship, right? Sure. So four, that's four out of nine. We're also getting an orc, which comes with three heads. So oh. two orc heads and a helmeted orc head. So not like rubber where it changes and eventually deteriorates? <laughs> no, not like the cave troll where the face just rips off when you pull the action figure, uh, the action feature. So th- those, those are fantastic. And of course... The Build-A-Figure, Sauron. That's such a good use of Build-A-Figure. I love it. It is super cool. I'm just so... I'm just in love. I could just stare at those for for days. Yeah, nice. All right, while he's staring at those for days, I'm going to take you (laughs) over to Mattel, who's um, going gangbusters with the Jurassic World line. They're still pushing it out, and they tease that Indominus Rex will be made into the colossal size scale and feature the swallowing gimmick like the others. In the <laughs> you say gimmick, but really, no, it's, it's what awesome. you expect, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> so, mad respect. And we also got a bit of a chatter about the cramped Cretaceous uh, TV miniseries that will be eight episodes. That is coming, released through Netflix and is due in August 2020. So, And there's going to be a slew of toys released to coincide with that uh, Netflix release. Uh, so, can't wait. Mm. Yeah. I'll just point out, we've been going 40 minutes now, and there's been no shut up and take my monies no, at all. well, this, mm. we've spread the goodness throughout the run sheet. I, I think there's going to be a couple of overlaps. Oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> all right. Now, who in this room is afraid of ghosts? I am afraid of no ghosts. No, neither am I. And what I what I am afraid of, though, is my wallet. <laughs> when, when this Ghostbusters retro line hits, we are getting a line called Ghostbusters Kenner Classic. Now... Hasbro took back the license for Ghostbusters from Mattel. Mattel gave us a, a very nice showing in their Maddie Collector run yep. of, really for the first time, movie-accurate Ghostbusters figures. Diamond Select Toys has sort of continued on that path in the absence of that. But now, when when Hasbro took over this, we knew Hasbro gobbled up Kenner at some point, mm. and we knew that they were going to go back and do these with love from the original Kenner figures. Well... I didn't think they were literally just going to give us those original Kenner figures. Pretty much what they are. They've turned the machine back on and gone, here they are, just made in 2020, not 1980-something. Exactly. And it just looks like like we're back in the 80s. You get all four Ghostbusters, Stay Puffed, and the Green green Ghost, which is Slimer. Yeah. Uh, They're going to be a Walmart exclusive, unfortunately, but only $15 US. That's great value. 
Oh, I just just love this. It takes you back to 1986 when these things dropped, doesn't it? Well, yeah. Fuzz, Fuzz Fang on Instagram dropped the most hilarious fake ad on his Instagram <laughs> feed, so which good. was just like, it's 2020, we're going to give you the same shit <laughs> we gave you back in the 80s. It's got, <laughs> yeah. it's got Star Wars vintage figures, it's got He-Man Master Universe Origins, it's got the Ghostbusters <laughs> figures, and it's got, I love it, I love the fact you put... The Firehouse. The Firehouse, yeah, yeah, yeah Kickstarter, yeah. 900 bucks. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, and then there's the little spiel on the side, which is like, marketing executives had no ethics at the time and they could pump into your brain whatever they wanted so and you you can't not buy these like it's just it we, was we hilarious yeah we own you we own your soul, we own your soul. <laughs> hilarious but that is cool hey we're also getting can someone talk me through this ghostbusters plasma series so this what is, is this this is essentially like you've mentioned about the uh diamond select and even mattel's movie figures this is hasbro's take on that these are Marvel Legends sort of scaled with more realistic or movie accurate, uh, your proton packs and etc. Uh, I think even uh, one of them comes with like the, uh, the traditional ghost trap, but the likenesses of Harold Ramis and all the guys and Bill Murray, they're all there or looking amazingly accurate with their uh, you know face printed tech. What's cool about this line is you also get in the we get a Dana figure, which I don't know there's been too many of them in the history of no. these lines. We get a Goza figure with sort of like purple sort of lightning effects coming off of her hands. And if you collect the whole wave, you're getting because it's Hasbro, you're getting a builder figure. And we are getting the Terror Dog yes. as a builder figure, which I think is is long overdue. Would well, you need to buy two ne- sets to open up two sets to yeah. get two Terror Dogs? Ne- Necker, Necker, I think, was the last time to do a yeah. six-inch uh, Terror Dog. Correct. So, yeah. Or McFarlane, was it? No, it was Necker that had that the license back in the ago. day. Yeah, right at the, the start. Yeah. They did the um, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. They did Stay yeah, Puft, sure. they did the Terror Dogs, I think they did Goza. Yes. But they right. couldn't do the Ghostbusters no, at that point. They couldn't get the likeness yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then we've got the Kids Ghostbusters line, which mm. I'm personally quite excited about. If the price is right, I'm going to collect these and live vicariously through my daughters uh, because I think these uh, little um, dudes look awesome. So it doesn't appear to have its own identifier, but this kid-centric line, stylized version of all the Ghostbusters, each with Proton Pack and Pack in Ghost. And some of the Pack in Ghosts, they look like they've got transformation features yeah. like uh, Slimer and there's even a little tiny terror dog as yeah. well which oh, I just nice. massive thumbs up they kind of like open up yes. to create yeah. another look almost yeah. a bit like fright features exactly yeah. exactly and then you've got ghosts and things that swallow uh, you know things six you know armed ghosts and stuff so uh, I'm really excited to see where this goes and hopefully it rocks up uh, locally and I can pick them up for my two girls you yeah. forgot about all the slime then. No, I purposely left that out <laughs> <laughs> canisters of slime yeah. Mine doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. My daughters pink. will see that, and uh, obviously want, want. want that as well. But uh, Daddy's not buying that. <laughs> this is where you cool. cover their eyes up through yeah. the. Uh, yeah. but, but honestly, of all the toy lines out there, Slime and Ghostbusters works hand in hand. It does. So, so it's, true. Uh, kind of cool to see that them bringing back something that they've already done before, and it it does make sense. I'll I'll admit. So. Now I'm going to ask a question here that has nothing to do with our next topic. Yeah. When we use the shut up and take my money, is it for a specific figure or a way? Or a company. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? How did you know? Are we going uh, figure? I think figure is, is... And if it comes in a two-pack, just, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, happen yeah. to get those. Right. Okay. Uh, in That's this right. KU, perhaps, a barcode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, if it's one product, 
that happens to be two figures. Yep. So be it. Okay. All right, I've got it queued up. I've got it queued up. We're good to go. <laughs> so as Trent was alluding to with the shut up and take my monies, there may very well be a few in this next bit. We are talking about my beloved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by probably our favorite creators at the moment, the boys over at NECA. And boy... Did they bring the rain in this one? So Android Krang was something in the cartoon style that we knew they'd been teasing that. We'd seen little sort of early proto pics of the head and stuff. He is there in all his glory to scale with the, the figures we probably already have. So he stands almost one and a half times the size of the turtles. And he comes with a baby shredder. Yeah, yeah. that is Talk me gold. through that. Yeah. Where does that come from? Is that that's coming from think, a cartoon? I think obviously. that's a cartoon, cartoon yeah, yeah. One of those uh, silly moments in the cartoon where he gets yeah. shrunk down to a baby. I do vaguely remember with, it, yeah. Maybe with mutagen, sure. you know. Well, there's the, the retro mutagen. Do you remember that arc? I know it definitely oh, yeah. happens in the video game where yeah. he's trying to turn you back into a baby yeah, turtle. turtle. Yeah. So I think it backfires and lands on him from yeah. memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he he's flanked either side by the uh, General Trag and uh, Granitor. Now we've seen these guys with their video game colours before. Correct. So and still have yet to be released, is my understanding. Yep. So but these are with the the cartoon oh, they look cell great. shading. I and love these them. are I, I that's need cell that shading too. done right. That Absolutely. looks beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Those two, as I understand it, they're going to be a two-pack, the two the two rock That makes sense. And, and honestly, monsters. they could be sitting next to your video game figures or with your yeah. cartoon. Like, oh, yeah. It's yeah. just done so well, and uh, you, you wouldn't differentiate, I yeah, think. Absolutely. Look, another one that's got one of our boys in the room here, very excited, is another cartoon one with a, look, a certain mutant fly. And shut up and take my money. Boom, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we are talking Baxter Stockman looking super cartoon accurate. Um, in scale, which impressed me, he's a little yep. bit smaller. smaller. He's yep. probably a bit shorter than even the turtles. But the the wings aren't over proportioned. Like when you think about how he appeared in the animation, the head sculpt is just oh, it's gorgeous. gorgeous. And like we're talking about the cell shading. They've pulled it off. Like, the yep. eyes are red, but they've got that glint of white that yep. they've done down the side. And I've been a bit on the fence with some of the way they've painted sure. some of the animated stuff because, you know, the Triceraton was one that I thought they overdid the line work. Yep. But this is the perfect blend. It's just done it's beautifully. gorgeous, yep. yep. Look, another one in the same cartoon line. We oh. get our first look at Master Splinter, oh. which is just... You talk it's about accuracy. Incredible. It's, yeah. it's brilliant. Um, according to Pixel Dan's interview, this guy is... It's a cloth robe you're yeah. looking at. Yeah. So he's fully articulated underneath, so you can get some of the, the more crazy poses. Comes with the, the cane. There's a little ninja scroll accessory he comes with as well. I'd be very surprised if we don't see like a, a, a hot cup of tea or something that he doesn't come with. Um, he looks incredible. Yeah. So that is... I think that's all the cartoon-based stuff. So. Well, we had the... There oh. were three Triceratons. Oh, Triceratons. I We'd seen them. the orange yep. one before, but I think there was a blue one and a green one. And they're all different. Yep. They're all like different sculpts. Different the armor, yeah. yeah, the the arms, the legs. They've all got different little bits on them. Even we're pointing out one of the, the horns have these little sort of circles on the ends. On yeah. yep. So that that's really cool to see those. And, and they are huge. They're huge. They are yeah. really yeah. chunky big figures. Yeah. And, and a few teasers as well on the animation. I think Ace yes. Duck. Yeah. Ace Duck was in all those little uh, posters. On the wall, yeah. And what else? There was a Muck Man. There was a little garbage can that looked like it had a little alien with two sort of antennas sticking out of it. It looks very reminiscent of uh, Muck Man's Joe eyeball. eyeball. Joe eyeball, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's, you know, whether that actually happens or not, we'll have to see. Look, the other thing that Necker mentioned is that what you're looking at is a 
cartoon as far as a diorama the background is actually a cartoon version of their city streetscape oh, thing redoing that and they've gone look no promises Ooh. but if, if the price point is there and if you have a good look at those pictures there's like the, the channel 6 news tower yep. up the very top and I think a bit of an extra cardboard on, on the top of that third level so it'd be the tallest one they do wow. if it comes to fruition so nice. they were a bit non-committal on that and also Randy spoke to Pixel Dan saying that uh, it was the most difficult decision about this con was what to bring and what to leave behind oh, no way. For, so much for stuff. SDCC. Oh. So expect, you know, we, we it's hilarious because we called out on our predictions, we called out one character, right? And they've just come to the party like, yep. you know, explosion. And, you know, so imagine, like, I think we're going to need to call out four characters. You know, <laughs> we might Diego, be closer, yeah. yeah. And we might, you know, might get two or something because <laughs> the, the, the variety is going to be enormous. Yeah, so speaking of two characters, two that got people very excited, we're looking at now some of NECA's movie lines with the Turtles and probably the two stars of the show for mine is a two-pack featuring Toka and Razor they as are. they appear yeah. In TMNT, they are so so cool, oh, so amazing. Cool. I saw Flawless. this. There's a yeah. diorama behind them, which is beautifully done, right? Yep. And I saw that it's got a little fire extinguisher on the right pipes and and all the sort of old warehousey look. And I thought this was a shot from the movie, right? <laughs> like I thought these were the, like the costumes from the movie. There's like, actually insane. I don't know if you can see in that picture there, but there is. You get a little box of the pre-fight donuts that come with them. You know where they're trying to get them to eat the little mutagen cubes that are buried inside of the donuts. <laughs> I remember yep. it one well. of the donuts is actually half crushed, and you can see oh. the little green ice cube in it. I'm like, <laughs> so that is attention to detail. Yeah. With that attention to detail, uh, Pixel Dan I think got a bit of a walkthrough with the boys. Uh, obviously, the sort of articulation we've come to expect from NECA. Accessories. Razor's got his little shield on, on his arm there. Toker's eyebrows are articulated. <laughs> so you, you literally go from, you know, frowny face because he's all angry to the surprise look. One yep. up, one down. There's a great photos doing the rounds of just all the different... It's it's literally two, just two joints. And yeah. it just changes the look of the figure uh, so amazingly. I've got a lot of toys... I don't have I don't have any toys that have articulated eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> and his not and his nose uh, also articulates so yep. you know yep. to snarl or something. Uh, yeah. Which is so I just good. freaking awesome. Two they come in a two pack, so yep. that two pack is gonna cost a lot of money. Yeah. But end of the day, figures. we're all gonna get we're gonna buy them and it just makes sense to release yeah, them. Yeah, put them in a two pack. Why would you get one? Exactly, yep. exactly right. Uh, so I cannot wait. Speaking of two packs, there was more from the movie line. We got a trench coat raft, which is something we'd always suspected once they did it at the one quarter scale. Yeah. And we got our first look at movie accurate Casey oh, Jones. Yeah. And I'm sure our good friend Brian Flynn is cheering because he's going to pick that one up. Absolutely oh, yeah. no doubt. His favorite turtle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is going to be a Walmart exclusive. Oh, and it's also. Shut up and take my money. Now, this is towards Super Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had to get in. I. Now, it's hilarious because, you know, um, before the show and things, we were talking about uh, how, you know, it's just mind-boggling Super Shredder has been released, along with Tonka and Razor. And I joked a few episodes ago, uh, I think it was my 150th, that I'm going to call out Super Shredder for my 200th, you know, <laughs> episode. You know, you know, oh yeah, he'll, he won't be out for years. And here we have it. Yeah, it's in, in the flesh. You'll I, have him before the end of the year. And what do you, think, what do you think of him? 
absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, I am just hyped. The only thing I want to see is him next to another character, just yep. so I can get an idea of scale. Because they say he's they're all in scale with each other. So he'll be huge. He will be, yeah. he will be as big as you imagine him next to a regular table yeah. and things that they've released. But I just want to see what yeah. that yeah. looks yeah. like. Yeah. You know? yeah. uh, just to well, obviously big enough to pick one of them up off, off the ground like he does exactly. in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's just going to be so but look cool. at the Look at the paintwork on yeah. the torso oh, and the legs. Incredible. It, it, it's just... It's, it's exactly what I wanted. You know, that beautiful purple paint scheme yeah. with a beautiful dry brush or yep. whatever they the industry calls it. You can see his eyes through, through the, the mask. Uh, mask and yep. things like that. So that's an actual face underneath that mask. I am just so hyped. I don't care if the, he doesn't come with anything. Yep. He is yeah. perfect as is. And I, uh, the, as I said, the only thing I want to see is a size comparison. That yep. is the only thing. I'm going to buy him no matter what. Yep. Uh, he, he is like... You know, a, a mind-boggling explosion. He's oh, I just <laughs> Ben. Ben can't talk in full uh, sentences anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe you know we're getting him. Yeah, it was one of those uh, again. Would have been very late-night reveals for us, and one of those that for me, just before I'm drifting off to sleep, that comes through on the interwebs. I was like, damn it, now I'm not sleeping yeah. because yeah. this is absolutely insane so still with turtles and still with NECA they have gone with uh, a big big surprise in that we are getting more quarter scales you might have thought we were done with quarter scales given what we've already received uh, nope they are now doing quarter scales in the cartoon look and I gotta say that for me shut up and take my oh he's going wow. he's going all in I have to like <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. I, I love uh, the, the movie figures are amazing and, and the quarter scale ones that I have uh, one that draws people's eyes straight away. If I've got the cartoon, I've oh. no idea where the hell I'm going to put them. But that's that's future <laughs> Don't worry about that. problem. Yeah. I'll get them all first and work it out later. And I can just uh, I think the raft looks amazing. I I cannot wait to have a set of four. Um, yep, yeah, I'm in. The Sign best things about these quarter scale is that you can put them in real life scenery and take yep. photos yeah, and around them, yeah. and they look really good. So yeah. I am super hyped to oh. see what people are going to do with these Photography, guys out yeah. in the real world whether they, you know, manipulate the landscape behind them and things make it look toony or... Yeah. I, I just super hyped and I just can't wait for the Shredder to come out. I was going to say, size. well, then that's the next question, yeah. right? They've said, yeah. obviously, we're doing all four turtles. How much further can you go? Are we going to see a Shredder, an April, a Splinter, a Casey, which we have all know they've done at a six-inch scale in yeah. this animated style... How far do you take? It, it'll. Scale? I think it'll depend on sales. I think the four sure. turtles are a given. I think the next one that makes sense is probably Shredder. Yep. And then you probably question whether it's worth Foot Soldier, given we Beep saw up the and Rocksteady. Yeah, oh. I think so. Look, I think yeah. so. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of nostalgia Jesus. there for those, but I, I don't think you'd see an April. I don't think you'd see a Splinter, and I don't think you'd see Casey. Foot but, Soldier. Yeah, possibly. It's a pretty iconic it's an army design. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and I think the movie line is a good sort of template for sure. what they would probably do. The one thing I want to point out here is looking at the head on this one quarter cartoon scale figure makes you kind of realise the head that NECA chose for their, you know, one six scale mm. ones or their, their sort of six inch ones, probably not the most cartoon accurate face. You're saying this one's better? the big I one? think this is more accurate to the cartoons. Mm, this okay. face, this has got the more um, oval egg sort of shaped eyes. Sure. Whereas the cartoon ones they've done so far are the more, almost like the old toy eyes. They're a yeah. bit more they're going the other way. Okay. Um, and, and to me that is, this is the perfect head sculpt. Right. So I, I think eventually you're going to see this head on another the, release yeah, of the six-inch figures. Yeah, get the most figures. out of that mould, won't yeah, they? Yeah, that's my yeah, prediction. Yeah, that's a good call. 
Alrighty, now we're going to do a little bit of an update on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Super 7 figures. Now there's some great information to digest here. The first piece of information is Bebop will come. The, the very first shot we saw of Bebop came with a very pink head. And I know if you look back at the old toys, there was a version that had that very yep. pink head. And a lot of people were like, oh, was it, with, that, was that, it that pink? I, yeah. I don't know if that was the one I remember. Good news. Second head will be packed in it oh, with a head nice. that doesn't have that. They just haven't shown it yet. Correct. Yep. Mutagen Man, unfortunately, will not be able to be filled with water, okay? Because mm. of the yeah. way the articulation is attached I, to the shell. I'm okay I'm with sure, that. I'm sure oh, look. I think you could yeah, put I'm... water in it, but due to the articulation, it probably won't be watertight. No. Yeah. So they're just saying, don't put water in it because, you know, we're not we're not going to fix your figure if it, you know, <laughs> it rusts on the inside out or some crap like that. Yeah. <laughs> and wave through. Wa- wave through. Wave through. <laughs> go, go on, see ya. This <laughs> wave is through. Good journey, everyone. <laughs> wave three. Bit of a tease here. Muckman. Ooh. Okay, so, so this has been confirmed. Well, no, this is a t- well, Pixel Dan seems to have confirmed. Correct. It. Yeah, so right. I'd say you know we had the Nekatees with Joe Eyeball. Sure. Super Seven seemed to be getting into Muckman. Super excited. So thanks very much for Pixel Dan for that mm. info. Oh, this line is just incredible yep. as well. It's so toy my, accurate. My poor man, Shredder's oh, he was man uh, down, wasn't he? down in broken leg. Oh, right. Broken yeah. foot. There was oh. some so broken not, foot. Not, not a good uh, image for... Yeah, uh, there was some yeah shots of, for those... For the leader of the foot. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Shot of Shredder falling on his back. And when you... Th- oh, I, I just thought, oh, the figure's toppled over, which can happen. And he, there was literally... His foot had snapped off at the peg joint, sort of where the ankle would be. And... Yeah, he was pretty quickly removed from the cabinet, as I understand it. But yeah, not, yeah. not good, not good. Okay, moving on. So we've got Alien and Predator news, also from NECA. Uh, ultimate versions of all, and yes, I said all, of the Predators featured in the end scenes of Predator 2. Oh. They are planned for a future release to celebrate that film's 30th anniversary. On display were Scout, Warrior, and Lost Predators, with more in the works. So that's going the deluxe. Ooh, it's like the they, they said it's not just a 2.0, it's like a, a three upgrade, heaps of weapons, you know, just going to town, removable masks and things. Nice. Uh, so look out for those. And they'll be coming out every six weeks or so, apparently, throughout the 30th year's anniversary. Nice. Uh, and then we've got Alien. We've got the 40th anniversary. So we've finally seen... I'm old. I know. <laughs> finally seen Kane and Ash yes. with likenesses to the original actors are being released, which means that now that is the entire crew of yeah. the Nostromo from the first Alien film got them all. in figure form from NECA. That's like nine figures now. Yep. You can recreate all the scenes. Cool. And they've also... Who doesn't... You know, you need to um, release another Xenomorph. And what better just to... Give an, a regular big chap style xenomorph with blood splatter yes. all over uh, it, and I'm just nice. like, I have a lot of xenomorphs already. I don't have one with blood splatter. Sign so, <laughs> me up. You know, yeah, I was pretty keen. I re- that that ticked a big box in my book. So nice. Yeah, right. Who wants to sing with me on this next one? Go go, go, go Power Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> all right, we're getting wave five of our lightning collection, which includes a Ranger Slayer. And boy, she looks she very, very pink. cool. She does look cool. She's sort of pink, black, and white. She's got a very cool helmet. Triple uh, arrow-headed sort of bow and arrow yeah. thing, which looks great. And a lot of people will be very excited to see the Mighty Morphin Blue Ranger get a release. So we're, 
we're getting very close. Well, we we did get a because this is wave five. We did get a exclusive black version, which I think has the shoulder pads. Is that right? So I think they need to go back and do because one of them was the. yeah, because he had the the green, the, 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 green the white, the white you know, gold oh, ranger. Yeah. So yeah, I think black will be wave six, like the actual sure. black one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the original yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But, but getting there with Power Rangers, also getting a Zeo gold ranger, which is a tray of Trephoria and the Time Force Red Ranger. So good on Hasbro for kind of you know mixing it up and giving us something from yeah. each iteration, and really to give us, I think, is Ranger Slayer from the. From sort of the Elseworlds material? Is she in the show? A lot of these are from the show that, I mean, I just don't go into that There's too many to keep track of. But I think think there's a slew of villains uh, yet to be released that they could, you know, from that G1 style Power Rangers, uh, you know, series that they could uh, pull straight, you know, aspects from and uh, keep the line going even if they've run out of the core five. Yeah, definitely. There's enough there. So good. So we're heading back to NECA now. NECA are celebrating not one, but two 35th anniversaries of two franchises that are very near and dear to my heart. First one is Defenders of the Earth. Yes! What? Boom! This one came out of nowhere. Uh, and how good does it look? So good. Defenders of Perfection. the Earth. Perfection. Yes, exactly. The theme just keeps ringing yeah. in my I, head. I think we talked about this on a previous episode. We did. How, how, how are they going to confirm all these... You know, different yeah. properties like yep. you got the Phantom, you got uh, you know, yeah. uh, Flash Gordon, Gordon. Yeah. Mm. and we talked Lothar. about them. They're all in different you know aspects of the uh, franchise. Well, they're owned by a kind of different yeah. IPs, and yeah. yet Necker have done it. Yeah, yeah. I think probably, and I don't want to be speculating here, but I suspect Necker have licensed the cartoon, sure, which is probably a license in of itself. Right. House. But yeah. if you were to go and and do a sure. live action film situation right. you've got tricky. mandrake which sits over at warner brothers you've got the phantom that i believe is over with universal and, and, still yeah. and, I suppose and flash gordon is somewhere else and yeah. then and being naked they'd want to get the face likenesses so they'd take years to get that right yeah uh so this cartoon one you know makes a whole lot of sense in my yeah. opinion and they look fantastic oh, they look so they ever. good well like I'm a big Phantom fan. I know this. I think it came as a surprise on the Patreon page when we we're chatting about Phantom, and mm. some people were saying, "I think Trent Barrett might have been saying, what's the deal with Phantom? Yeah. I don't get it.'" And I said, "Look, this was my most read comic as a child. My yep. mum just got me Phantom comics galore. They were the most readily them. available. They were yeah. so in Australia, super, yeah. but you could go and buy them from the local delicatessen or yep. or milk bar, as I know they'd call them um, over in Victoria. They had a good spread in each of the." Uh, paper yeah, yeah exactly he had a good run on, yeah. sunday, on sunday you'd get the big long yeah. one yeah. yeah so it was really cool so i read a lot of phantom love phantom really excited when the movie came out the movie was a bit of a flop but to that point every action figure that's come out in the phantom that movie phantom is ridiculously bad like it's yeah. so awful it looks like a he's got a baby head or something like his, <laughs> his head's just really big it just looks really odd there has not the best phantom figure i have in my collection really the only one i would actually have in my collection is the Defenders of the Earth the Galoob Galoob version. Yeah. And and I haven't been able to get another one that I think stacks up. This one is there. Now, what I would point out with this version, he doesn't have the, I guess, trademark striped sort of undies. 
that, sure. that I guess the comic made famous. Yeah, yeah. Now that made I, I haven't gone back and looked at the animation. animation. Is that something that's not in the animation? I don't believe it is yeah. from memory, but I wouldn't swear to it. But having... I, could, I could imagine from an animation point yeah, of view, that's that. very hard. Correct. They would have just gone, let's make it a flat color. Yeah. And knowing Necker, if that was in the show, yeah. they'd they'd paint it. So and, and look, to be honest, as much as that's an iconic part of his outfit. It's a bit ridiculous, right? I, I like this version. But looking at I mean, Lothar, Mandrake. Look at Mandrake. Look at Flash Gordon. Look and then Ming. even Ming. Ming yes. looks amazing. No, Garrick. So the original yeah. line had six figures. Garrick sure. was uh, the robot that worked for Ming. Um, had a sort of big Ming face on his chest. Like, that was lenticular. <laughs> I don't know. And, mean, and no children, obviously, which were part no of... No children, uh, yeah. The teenage sidekicks were, were part of a big part of the cartoon. Um, probably almost equal to their heroic parent counterparts, but um, without the name or brand recognition, I guess. So you can sort of understand why they they haven't gone down that path. But very, very excited to see these come to fruition. Didn't expect them coming. Um, And the reaction people have given to these... Yeah. Means that I think this is going to be very. Like, I think this is going it's to be a success oh, beyond yeah. what Necker is expecting. I think they wouldn't. They might have had dreams of a wave two, and now based on just the sheer hype and on hopefully the sales numbers of these, I think we will get a Garrick. We'll get the um, was it the Ice Monster sort of like leader? I forget his name. Yeah. And uh, Ming's son as well are probably the as a possible wave yeah. two. And I think Necker are going to be surprised at just how successful this is. Cool. I tend to agree. And something else that really, really blew me away, something I have been dreaming of since the 1980s, since I first saw it on um, Beta back in the day, um, a Marty McFly Back to the Future figure from NECA that we weren't sure if it was one-quarter scale or a seven-inch scale, but I believe we've confirmed it is, in fact, seven-inch scale, which, which for me, that that's a line I've been dreaming about forever, and that is my... Uh-oh. Yes, good work. Hey, I love it. There it is. Good work. So, I, and, and I know how much that means to you. I know we've talked about this a lot. This is Marty McFly straight off the screen, right? Yeah, Done yeah. by Nick. A beautifully accurate. So I'm oh, wonderful. This line. I want to hear a little bit about where you think this might go. Like, if you could pick, there's obviously two figures. Where would you go with if you had four more figures to choose from from this line? So, so we're assuming that we, we've got Marty, we've got Doc. Yep. Um, the next four, the next four, if I could have four, you get four. I, from, I would from be the going. Trilogy. I'd be going with with Biff. Yep. I reckon 1955, 1955 Biff, nineteen fifty five Lorraine, nineteen and if we could get him, if Crispin Glover would let his likeness out, nineteen fifty five George McFly. Yep. And I'd probably round it out with a. Um, Jennifer Parker with interchangeable heads so that it could be either Claudia yep. Wells or or Elizabeth Shue who who played Jennifer Parker in two and three. Sure. We don't, actually, would be... we don't actually have a doc at this point though, do we? Because this is in this... Uh, in the containment suit. Is that Marty in the containment that's suit? That's Marty when or he... Or is it doc? That's Marty in the containment Marty. suit. Marty. I would have thought okay. when he crashes into the barn and comes that's out. Right. And it's because yes, it's, it's advertised yeah. yep. that the, from outer space yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. So. I was just going with the proviso that Trent said at the beginning that assuming we get Doc. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, I think, I think, I think Doc. Because if yeah. you look at Hot Toys, they, they got to two Martys actually and a Doc. Right. So there's an assumption it, yeah. that we'd at least get I, there. I think, sure. yeah, and to the Hot Toys point, I think the next Marty you'll get is 
probably the Back to the Future 2. That yeah. would be the one Future, I would think with Future the hoverboard. Marty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seems so. yeah. I want to yeah. see those. 2015, yeah, Marty. Those shoes, cool. Very good. All right, let's hit up some G.I. Joe Classified now from Hasbro. We knew, and the boys covered it off in the last episode, the Snake Eyes leak. But we've got a few more figures. We've got Scarlet, Roadblock, and Duke. Uh, Duke, look, isn't it? I call Duke. him Duke. Okay. Duke. Yeah. Duke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Duke, Duke we, we mispronounce things all the time. <laughs> on Joy Power. Um, look, to me, they, they look great. The sculpts are wonderful. Um, articulation's great. I think they've kind of... Think of this a little bit like a classics, a best of sort of thing. Snake Eyes, as you guys pointed out, has the visor as opposed to the goggles. So it's not mm. first release Snake Eyes. Sure. Scarlet has a lot of color going on. I guess that's my comment for Scarlet and Roadblock is there's a lot happening with the paint on this. And sometimes, for me, less is more. Yeah. Like, she's got... She's, too she's kind of got gold armour above her bust. Below that, she's got, like, blue armour. Then she's got grey pants with red and gold and streaks of green yeah. and black and blue and turquoise. There's just a, a lot, lot happening. To me, it's too much. What, what I would like to see, and I've heard it sort of talked about is that maybe they'll do toned-down versions of these that are in classics colours, mm. like in, in original figures' colours, and put them on a classic Joe blister. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. like a retro I, card, yep. I'm not a fan of Roadblock's gun. It, it's too futuristic. Futuri- well, that's intentional, right? Yeah, but I, it's not... It just... I don't know. It needs to look more... It's today's sensibilities, yeah. I think. I, but yeah, that, I, that is a... Uh, a a window into what to expect for the rest of the line, I think. Sure, And I that's agree. where... Uh, uh, what's it, Bobby Valeverse or whatever the Valeverse um, uh, line? What, what's his line? Uh, Action Force is going yep. to win yeah, and got keep realistic, keep, yeah, and guns yeah, and yeah, keep yeah, yeah. Uh, people coming back. To well, maybe I mean, look, if you're a Joe fan and you're into that Action Force line, maybe you get the guns and maybe exactly. you can interchange them and yeah. that sort of thing because they're yeah. pretty cool figures. They're, right. they're more, I guess, to me, generic military figures. They are, um, yeah. but hey, mix and match. All right, Super 7 now with Thundercats Ultimate Wave 3. This is incredible. We've got Jaga. I think Frank made a comment. That it's about the fourth con in a row. They've yep. rolled out good old that Jaga sculpt. <laughs> so we've seen that again. I don't know. I don't feel like I've seen that alternate head of Jaga, which is without the helmet. So that, to uh, me, looked new. Okay, yeah, that might be new. I haven't seen that one before. But the other three new reveals. Finally, let's round out those Thundercats with Chitara. I mean, yep. if you count what Mattel's done in your line as well. Alternate head, we've got Slythe. And Captain, wicked, yeah, oh, look at the, the the old head on him is amazing. Oh, isn't that, that the little sort of smile? It's perfect. So good, and the physique on him is yep. so yeah. much like the toy. They got the proportions right. Really, really good. And then the one that again, a bit of a bit out of left field, mm. Captain Cracker. Um, absolutely brilliant looking. If you, I just wanted to do a comparison between this. I was trying to see is he more toy inspired? Is he more cartoon inspired? And I think. When you break it down, he's a bit of a mishmash of both. Yeah. But the like the shirt he's got under his black kind of waistcoat thing is really the colour in the animation. If you look back to the original Captain Cracker yes. toy that LJN did, it's a really sort of green, like a grass green colour. Um, and so this is definitely drawing on aspects from the animation. I got the same feel with Slythe. Definitely toy-inspired. Yep. But those colours, I remember the, the LJN one being a darker green. It was, it was a lot darker yeah. overall. Uh, 
But how cool is the little parrot that comes with him? Yes. So you've got him. You've got the parrot with closed wings. Yes. Or you've got them open wings as Blind an interchangeable uh, section. I think that's, and that's fantastic. Straight from the cartoon. Right. So very very cool. Yep. I think he's great. And this is where I mean, look, I'm excited obviously to get to Chitara and Slythe and Jaga. I've wanted, but things like Captain Cracker. You know, Snowman of Hook Mountain, yeah, Captain China, sort of oddball Bengali. To the side. Correct. Yep. I think this is where it's going to go. Yep. And I know there was a big complaint by fans when Brian teased, you know, wave one of theirs, which was a lot of reissues. Yep. And they were saying, come on, just get us the figures the we cool want. Cast, let's yeah. round them out. Let's round them out. And he's going, hey, don't worry. Don't worry. We're getting there. We've got a plan. Yep. We've got a roadmap. We've got a plan of four, exactly. I think four or five waves. They've got a plan. So sure. this is going to be deep. Moving on, I just want to, before I move off Thundercat, Super 7 also did have their reaction figures available oh, for as well. For as Thundercats as well. Okay. So we saw them. Uh, I didn't write down what they were, but from memory there was Mumra in his you know hulked up version. Yep. Um, there was a Lion-O. I think there was a Chitara. Um, so that, they looked you know like, like you'd expect sure. from, from reaction. Very cool and some wonderful box art. Hey, I want to touch on another toy from McFarlane now, and this is time to get into Warhammer. Hey, remember when Bandai put out that ridiculously expensive Space Marine, the articulated African figure? We featured it here on Toy Power. And remember being angry, you probably weren't, but I was, (laughs) being angry at missing out on paying that huge amount of money to Bandai for the pre-order? Yep. Well, McFarlane to the rescue. (laughs) they're, They're now doing... A space marine, and I've got some pictures there for you guys. You can see on the right the Bandai version. Now let's not get this. I'm not going to misconstrue it. The Bandai version is beautiful. It's painted so nicely. It's really crisp and everything. The McFarlane version is probably not quite up to that standard, but I tell you what, the price the difference, price point, I reckon it's going to be like one sixth yeah. of the cost yeah. of the Bandai version, and. They're also doing an unpainted grey oh, version. That's wow. so, so cool. How clever is that? Yeah. Because Warhammer is all unpainted. Yep. You paint them up how you want them. So Warhammer fans that Perfect. are into action figures are going to want to get this and paint it up as they wanted. I heard chatting to a mate, KT, at lunch this week, and he said that Warhammer were really trying to get into the Japanese market and they hadn't associated with the little miniatures. Right. And he thought that Bandai's way of getting it in was with the action figures. They seem to be more enjoying the action figures than the miniatures. Sure. And so I think this is a, a great continuation now to have this in the hands of an American toy company that will do it at a cheaper price point and hopefully get this out and to get the masses. Get the market. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, very cool. All yeah. right, I'll take this one. So this is on to Micro Machines, and this is Jazzwares. Uh, Super Van City, available from autumn this year. So the Super Van City is the cornerstone of the Micro Machines world and comes with 20 action-packed location and areas of play. The updated take on a classic Micro Machines items transformed from Super Van to Super City, and that <laughs> includes a working bridge, construction site, high-rise buildings, a drag strip, tons of ramps, and the ability to connect to other playsets. So cool. Yeah. Supervan can connect to other playsets in the range and comes with three exclusive vehicles, all for kids age three and up to, you know, 103. Yeah, I'll be buying. Hey, the Supervan is a bit more of a modern sensibility, and I think that makes sense in today's market. It's a big red van. It's got the ladder up to the roof. It's got black elements. 
really cool looking and it folds out like the vans did back in the day it, it definitely does it like the rv ones yeah. that they yeah. had it back in the 90s this one's a lot sleeker looking and uh, definitely got a modern uh, aspect to it with enough difference on the inside city that would warrant a uh, you know a, a purchase i reckon yeah. um there were a number of new vehicles including sports cars emergency s- services c- construction boats planes and they looked pretty cool also a vintage car part set up with actual vintage cars definitely a idea into design aesthetic uh, made me wonder if i was if they were just there for the display or whether they will feature in the collection so maybe some re-releases or something yeah so they definitely had original micro machines sitting in that car park yep i'm just they're definitely when you when you put those originals next to the ones that they're releasing the originals are definitely that chunkier, fatter, yeah, yeah, fatter sort yeah. of style. Fifties uh, dropped, you know, Chevys. Yeah. And yeah, things, yeah. yeah, but but the new ones, they look good. Yes, like they yeah. look good. Yeah. They make sense for today's market, and they look like micro machines, and you get, right? And and you get five to five. six, yeah, uh, or sorry, four to four to six in a pack, yep. which I think is just absolutely fantastic. And if they're around the ten dollar mark, yep, they are going to go gangbusters. Oh, so yeah. I'll be grabbing them for my kids, and uh, yeah, can't wait. Yeah, all right, so we've got, uh, moving on to Mortal Kombat, still with, uh, or going back to McFarlane, I should say, we've seen a few of these before, they had Johnny Cage, uh, Spawn, which unfortunately for them kind of got leaked uh, a a little bit leading into the show, Uh, Spawn is still yet to be seen in the game, but that is coming uh, in probably about a month's time, I think. Uh, we've seen Raiden before, but we've got our first look at two figures that will please the fans. We've got our first look at Katana, yep. as she appears in MK11. Gorgeous alternate head with the mask off, which is very true, accurate to the game, I can confirm. And we got Baraka, who, as one of his signature fatalities, basically stabs you in the brain and has a, a, a brain that he munches on that just sits on one of those giant skewers of his. So, as you do. Yeah, why not? Looking absolutely uh, gruesome. I, I can very much see some, you know, some be they exclusive versions of this with the blood splatter or, you know, painting the um, the skewers sort of blood red and stuff. Um, look, the Raiden looks a little bit strange as a toy, um, you look at the colour scheme and it seems pretty whack for Raiden who you normally associate with whites it's and blues. too much green it look, in there. It looks like he's it? stepped off the G.I. Joe classified. Yeah, it yeah. does, doesn't it? Yeah, so many colours It's, it's interesting because in the game that a lot of that yellow is, is meant to be sort of golden armour so yeah. it's very much more muted colour and, you know, acts as sort of a bit more reflective. If that was sort of uh, vac metal then yeah. I think it kind of changes the look but yeah. yeah, at that scale and at that price point yeah, it's not the best Raiden's ever looked. Yeah. All right, moving on to Spawn now from McFarlane, and he's making a comeback in retro packaging this time. Now, McFarlane did have on display some of their Wave 1 figures back from the 90s. Now, they're not being re-released, but what they are talking about is a Kickstarter to do an all-new, fully upgraded Spawn. He'll come on that original-style Ballista card. Uh, It'll be Kickstarter-style of crowdfunding, and Todd's using that to gauge interest. More details to come on that later. Now, this, I know we've seen the Mortal Kombat version of Spawn, but this is my Spawn. He's got yeah. the cape. He's got the real looks. Even comes with an alternate hamburger head. <laughs> looks, I think he looks great. That cape is incredible. Like, it, it's just the it, wingspan. It's articulated? Is, like it's it articulated. It's all hinged. Yeah. It's, it's also hinged out. just to get into the blister cut. Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. So it's a bonus uh, articulation point that he has to put in just to fit in the uh, card back. So. Now, I don't know. I mean, like, this is going to get funded. 
This yep. original spawn will get funded. Sure. But will you? Yeah. So what, what's going to happen I'll with expand, future figures? Yeah. So I'll, I'll expand on this, and this is through uh, Pixel Dan and uh, Todd McFarlane talking to each other. So Todd's just testing the market for what does these Kickstarters do? This is the year 2020. This is how we get toys out to the market, and obviously uh, everyone is going to jump on this spawn. He's hitting that retro uh, market and things, but. You remember back in the day, in his first 10 years of making toys, he did uh, six uh, tortured souls uh, figures. He's potentially going to release a seventh. Uh, Back in the day, he released a dragon's toy line. He's going to release a seventh. He even entertained the idea of some movie maniacs lines and some characters that he didn't quite get to. You know, he's kicked off movie maniacs with Austin Powers, for God's sake, right? (laughs) So he might make some... I'm not saying it's going to be Austin Powers, but he might make something else that we didn't see in movie maniacs uh, that he's had on the drawing board forever. And the other thing is... With McFarlane being uh, where he is in the comics and things, and his, you know, uh, he can pack in a signed comic. So you might say, I'm going to pledge $100 for this uh, spawn, this new updated spawn figure. Mm. And bonus, you get issue number 200 signed by Todd McFarlane. Is that? Yep. Wow, really? So, That's so him, cool. Okay. Him, and it might even yeah. be on an alternate cover. Oh, wow. And, you know, Ooh. Todd McFarlane will look after you. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. You know, and that's, and I'm just pulling numbers out of the air, right. but this is what Todd McFarlane will do. You've got unprecedented to, access to, to him. Exactly, yeah. exactly right. And this is him selling it to direct yeah. consumer, not going through the you know, uh, the interwebs and the uh, retail markets and things. This is how he is, you know, dangling the the carrot in front of the fans and looking after them at the same time. Because he said there'll be people out there that can't get to the cons, can't actually see him, always have always wanted a signed something from him. And he may offer that in a Kickstarter form. That's great. That's cool. For a legend of the industry, he's done a lot. For the comic book industry to, to look after creators, it's yeah. Twenty six years yeah. running, he has been like Jose, New York toy. <laughs> who's got more out of Jose and, uh, and Todd? All right, time to move on to Boss Fight Studios. Now we're going to talk a little bit about their properties, but I'm going to start off with Bucky O'Hare. No new figures in that three point seven five inch super articulated that we hadn't seen before. Obviously, they showed Mimi Lafleur and. Uh, Bruise of the Berserker Baboon were there. They still haven't come out, but we've seen them probably for yeah. a while now. But yep. the thing that they teased last time was a new line of these almost super deformed little characters that would go into their corresponding spaceship. So Bucky goes in the righteous indignation there. And so really, really cool. They're, they're kind of, they remind me of things you get out of the vending machine. They sort yep. of look like that, you know, they've got the big head. Really nicely sculpted, um, you know, really kiddie, kid-friendly, but they come with the vehicles, and I think this is the only way we're going to get Bucky O'Hare vehicles, to be perfectly sure. honest. The thing I do want to point out here in the wave of six that we've got, like we've got Bucky O'Hare, we've got Jetty, we've got the Stormtoad Trooper and the Air Marshal, but the, the, the other two characters are previously unreleased wave two characters of Ooh. Pit Stop Pete, Mm-hmm. and Rumblebee. So that's super cool. The, yeah. Our very first figures of Pit Stop Pete and Rumblebee we're going to get in this little, you know, cutesy line. That That's really cool. Is that something you will get or you're a bit well, on the fence? Well, look, normally I would, I'm, I'm really cutting back on what I'm collecting. So at the moment, it doesn't quite meet what I'm allowed to get. And that, that is just because it's so <laughs> limited, right? But 
normal me, you know, with with how I would normally buy, would yeah, definitely love this. Cool. I, I think they're great. I think they're you know, Boss Fight Studios. The prices are high, which you know it's a small mum and dad sort of style company, and 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 it's quality figures, yes, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. So you know, a bucky a bucky your hair three and three quarter inch scale figure is the same as a almost like a Super Seven, you know, Master of the Universe classic yep. type figure. But I think at the right price point, these will do very well. The other thing, I, I feel a little bit sorry for 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 Boss Fight Studio though, because you know the one year they bring out their their hacks. Vitruvian Hacks Phantom is the year that NECA does Defenders yeah. of the Earth. And look, let's let's be honest. I'm a I'm a six inch collector, and a, a three point seven inch Phantom, which every other day of the week would have got me interested. Yep. Up alongside that Defenders, just doesn't even get a look in. Exactly. But he does for you, Stripe Dundee's fans out there. <laughs> this is your way to get him. This is the one to do it. The other thing they've got the Conan, and again, you know, Mezco have got a great Conan. Super Seven have got a great Conan. Yeah. You know, you know what he looks like? He looks like Tarzan. He, he doesn't does. look yeah. like Conan. No. no offense, but he's not he, ripped enough. No, no, and he and him and his being face. bare like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks more like Tarzan, correct? Swinging on a vine than he does yeah. uh, wielding a big sword or something. Yeah. So, so I just feel sorry for them. They've released these, and they're probably not going to get that. They're, they're they're the look for three and three quarter inch scale collectors, maybe, and they they love Phantom. That's your go to. Yep. But there's going to be a lot of fans that pass on these because they can get better versions from other Neko, companies. Absolutely. Zorro's the other one, and look, he looks great. He looks very much like Zorro. I just wonder how many Zorro fans are are out there. Yeah, uh, so, I'm a fan of Zorro, but okay. I, I just well, you, you you're Spanish I don't know. Of, I don't know. Of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know of too many. It just seems like an odd 3.75 figure. You're right. I'm not interested in those other two, but um, it just—it seems like an odd figure to bring out at this particular moment in time. There's no new media for Zorro that I know of that's been announced anywhere, so it's a little bit strange. But we'll see what it looks like in production, I guess. And it looks like the reaction line from Super Seven is still going strong with their aliens uh, property. Uh, nine new figures in their aliens line. They have cards are coloured coded to their affili- affiliation. So blue for the aliens, green for the Space Marines, and yellow for the Wayland Utani Corporation. Mm-hmm. We've got the Alien Warrior Dusk Brown. We've got the Alien Warrior Midnight, which is black, and Alien Warrior Nightfall, which is blue. Uh, we've got Vasquez, Hudson, and Hicks in there as the uh, Space Marines. And we have Bishop with removable torso, Newt and Ripley in white T-shirts with the suspenders, all on the Wayland Utani card backs. They look cool, and I love the fact that uh, Bishop yeah it's has cut a in half. cut in yeah, half, and you yeah, can like slot yeah. the torso back into oh, the nice. leg part, yeah. so it connects in. Hey That's... Bishop, you're okay for an android. <laughs> <laughs> he gets, gets torn in half. So another piece of exciting news in reaction is the Gem Tease. For those of you who don't remember Gem, it went up against Barbie in the 80s. It was Hasbro's answer to Barbie, and it was all about a group of female rock stars and their villainous counterparts. We are getting a two-figure release. The first figure is Gem from Gem and the Holograms and her arch nemesis, Pizzazz. And look at the artwork on those cards, gem. I reckon is is that the original? I'm not artwork? sure. But it damn, looks it very looks, close. If to it's it. not it's the original, it's a really nice homage yeah. to. Yeah, and look yeah. at Pizzazz rocking that electric guitar with. Look at the shape of the guitar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that that sort of I don't know what zebra print with. Oh, it's just fantastic. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, very cool. That. Very yeah. cool. So this is just this, we haven't actually seen the figure. No, it's just, just cards. Card yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. Cool. 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 
We've got the Necker Gremlins up next. The Gremlins from the new batch, aka Movie 2. They had shown off Greta, the female Gremlin. Finally, we've got the female yeah, version in plastic form. <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers uh, tattooed Gremlin. So that's a, a regular Gremlin, uh, sort of no nothing on, and he's got a tattooed the WB emblem on his chest. I mean, how, <laughs> how freaking hardcore. Eat your heart out, uh, you know, the bikers and things. It, it, it's cool these days to have WB on your, on your chest. Um, <laughs> We've got an accessory pack in the works that will have a cocoon, right? And I tell you what, Ooh. I need to buy that accessory pack just for the cocoon. Yeah, it comes right. with uh, some outfits and things, but uh, I want that cocoon more than anything. And pretty excited to hear that there is an animated gremlin show in the works. Woohoo! I okay. cannot wait. I'd, I'd settle for a movie three, but I uh, this animated gremlin show sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, nice. that's... Look, that's... Really sounds incredible. Yeah, it does. That's really all we want to touch on for mm. this episode. It's a lot, and we hit it at record pace, <laughs> longer than our usual episodes. I do want to round out with just some final holistic thoughts. We all use the shut up and take my money on different things. I yep. love it. I love the fact Darren went with Back to the Future. It just shows his love for that property and a lot of turtle love, but all yeah. different yep. things and yep. things we're all passionate about. First up. And I think maybe this one answers itself, but toy company showing of the con. Starts with an N. Ends in an A. That's the one. Necker. 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 Sure. Without Absolutely. question. Unanimous. I do want to touch on another question, which is the biggest surprise of the show. I, the movie Turtles, like Tonka, yep. Razor, and Super Shredder. Yep. I, I said uh, pre show that. Uh, I didn't expect to see these guys for years. Yeah, like, I thought that I was going to see um, April and Casey, maybe uh, Trenchcoat, Raph and things yeah. like that. I didn't think they'd hit movie two, Guns Blazing, uh, with those you know three iconic characters yep. uh, so so early. Is so. it something to do with the anniversary? Like, What is the anniversary for Secret of the Ooze? Is uh, that... It would be 29 years this year since Secret yeah. of the Ooze was released. Okay, so... I suspect they're just up to it yep, uh, sure. um, in terms of product. The big anniversary is the 1990 film. Yeah, uh, sure. the original. Yeah, so that's why I thought maybe yeah. you know yeah, we'd down see the more to the depth first in movie, those. Yeah. Uh, look, the biggest surprise. I I had a sneaking suspicion that Tok and Razor were going to happen. Super Shredder was a surprise, but knowing the, the limited number of characters I had to work with from those franchises, I, I kind of thought it was a poss a, a long shot, but a possibility. The one I did not see coming was Defenders of the Earth. Yeah. I just that's one of those ones you go. I would never have said out loud, I need some Defenders of the Earth figures. But now that I've seen them, I go, I, I, I want them. Yep. It's as simple. And that to me is just, it's a huge welcome left field surprise. It's a huge wind and necker, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, that was almost my vote and would have been if there was if it wasn't for the seven inch Back to the Future. future. Yeah. That That is just a dream thing for me. We, we've talked about this on the show. I've talked about it with Trent for for most of the last 20 years about how that was a line that I wanted in my childhood so desperately, movie accurate Back to the Future figures. And to see that we get, you know, send the chance of getting at least a couple um, is is really exciting to me and and makes me want to say just this one thing um, to, to Randy Fork, if you're listening, Necker, there's one movie franchise I really need you to get. It's Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it'll, I'm sure there'll be a time where Mel Gibson isn't offending everyone and we can actually get to that line. Um, Lethal I'm gonna... Weapon's bigger than Mel. Don't, yeah. don't let that sway you, Randy. <laughs> I'm going to have to say, I, I look, both valid points, I think, all, all valid points. 
I go with Defenders purely because it's the lesser property yep. and I just wasn't expecting it. Yep. I kind of had a, a suspicion that they'd eventually get to Back to the Future. And, and likewise, those, that, those Turtles... Surprised they came so early, but they were always going to get there. Oh, I think they always going to yeah. get there, but yeah, I just correct. didn't think. Now look, it's back to back years. Cor- yeah. look, it's it's, you know, it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible out, yeah. that we saw. They're all, all massive surprises. So wonderful. The last question I had for everyone was on biggest disappointment. So we talked about a lot about what was at the con. Yeah. Not so much on what was not at the con that maybe could have been or expecting to see yeah. or should have seen. Was there anyone that was just lackluster or missing from the yeah, con. so I've got two. So uh, I'll shout out the uh, company that we didn't talk about at all, yep. and that's the Playmates. Correct. Yep. Right? So not that I expected anything uh, to come out of Rise of the TMNT because I think that's uh, dead, but uh, they, they, you know, they just showed no passion towards the line. Yeah. I think they had a couple of figures on display and that was it. It was uh, pretty lackluster. But uh, Mattel, right, you know, with their He-Man line, they just, they should have been... Uh, they should have been the call out for us. They should have been had their whole diorama going. They should have been like, "We are bringing back Masters of the Universe. Everyone is going to be so excited, you know." But that, I, I felt they had a, the Sky Sled and uh, you know a couple of others, and that was it. I, I agree with you, and I knew it was all over early last week before before uh, New York started. Actually, exactly. when when it leaked that the brand manager for Masters of the Universe Origins wouldn't be present, and I thought this just doesn't bode well. No. I don't know what those circumstances are, and there might be a really good reason why they couldn't make it, but you kind of knew that it was not going to be Masters Con. You know, Power Con and things built it up so, so much, and yeah. I know that is Super Masters-centric, but then not to, you know, this is the yeah. world looking in. This Correct. is not just the Masters not just, fans. Exactly. You know, I think that's where they needed to really push it. But is it, it what, what release date are we talking for Masters? Is it is it the fact, right? So is it the fact that maybe even next year's New York is the launching pad, Probably. or well, San possibly. Diego? Comic-Con. I thought the Origins was dropping in Walmart in twenty twenty. Oh, and the figure, figures are, but you, yeah. you, you two new shows yeah. and the movie uh, twenty twenty. Yeah. So maybe that's their big push. Maybe it's Walmart is early bird. Yeah, um, and then 2021. So that that's just my question about maybe it didn't matter so much because it's still so far off. But but yeah, I look, I agree. Yeah. It's pretty disappointing, isn't it? When you're seeing all the other toys popping up, and Masters just has this Sky Sled and Battle Cat kind of. That's yep. Uh, I have to kind of echo probably some sentiments on Playmates. Yeah, just we didn't do anything as Ben no, pointed out. Nothing not from one. Playmates, not and one. Playmates is a a wonderful company that puts out amazing product and nothing. Yep. And and really now, like we're talking about our collections and where they're going, where they're heading when we rationalize as adults. And you you think now, even if Playmates did put out product, one, what's it going to be based on? Is it going to be based on a cartoon that's crappy? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be based on nostalgia? In which case, they're up against Super 7 and NECA. And are. good luck competing with those. Because yep. NECA and Super 7 are at the top of their game. Absolutely top if, of their game. If it's yep. been on the screen, Necker have got it down yep. pat. If you've had it as a childhood toy, that's exactly what Super 7 are hitting. What does that leave for Playmates? Yeah. Cartoons are taken care of. Yep. Video games are taken care of. I what are they the going only to do? Thing, the only thing Playmates could do in my my mind to wow people or to wow me, I guess, is reissues from the vintage line. <laughs> now, this is great. Does that that's mean great. I think they're going to do it? Not necessarily. But that's what it would take because... I just don't think they're at the Necker or Super 7 level to that, compete. That would mean the third version Agreed. of the original Turtles. Yeah. And that's going to what they're going to release first. And then they're like, oh, nothing's selling. And then, you know, 
Shredder and Krang will be short packed, and yep. then you yep. might get the some, same you know, story all over yeah. again. Absolutely, just, it doesn't bode well. And then, right? and it doesn't the bode well. They look at their figures. Oh, we can't. Uh, yeah, data analysis. Oh, we, we can't be bothered doing a wave three mm. or whatever it is because it's, the sales aren't there. You know? well, yeah, this I'm is, not sure. It's not better for them to take a break. Yeah, um, if there's what, no if there's no new media, right yeah. take a yeah. break, chill, let uh, let the nostalgia um, bubble run its course with Super 7 and NECA and come back when there's some new media, mm. assuming they win the license that is mm. to continue it because Nickelodeon may not have the attachment that previous owners had. We don't know. Yeah, sure. And But if they do win the license, come back with new media and base it on that because right now I think there's a nostalgia bubble that, that, is, that is riding high and as Frank so eloquently said, if it was on screen... NECA owns the space. Yep. If it was in your toy collection, well, that's Super 7. Yep. There's no, no point to go. going toe-to-toe with either of them. Yep. You will lose. I want to round it out with this kind of observation, and that is to be a niche, small toy manufacturer in this day and age means you're nimble, you're agile, you're able to respond to what the fans want. Now, we know big toy companies like Mattel and Hasbro, their whole business model is getting toys out to the masses. But I will tell you something. We watched a video with Mattel exec saying they just discovered only six <laughs> months ago that this Master of the Universe thing is popular, right? Now, that tells you something about yep. where their heads are at. Exactly. Or where we're at. And, and you yeah. know what? I feel sorry for Scott Knightleg, who yep. bloody tried so hard to push it up the ranks. Yep. He championed and, it for years. Yeah, and, and it just Fell goes on to show... Ears. Everything he said, like I am working. This is my, this is my, you know, after hours project yep. type thing. All of that was true. Yep. He wasn't just making it up. No. It, it was there was no buy-in. Yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't see any yeah. of that. And if you analyze the big toy companies, Hasbro has done the best job in the yes. collector space with yep. Marvel Legends, with Black Series. And I think you know, you look at what Mattel did. Three, four years ago, where they go, look, let's pull even the Maddie collector stuff. Let's let that go to Super Seven. Now they're looking at it and they're going, oh, there's a market for this IP that we have. Now, I think they're going to correct. I think this Master of the Universe Origins relaunch in the cartoon series is going to be fantastic and it's Mm. going to bring it back. And maybe you'd say this was the right time to do it. But they've been sitting on this for a long time and Hasbro has beaten them to the punch in terms of the major toy manufacturers in this space. But I still think that those little players, and I think NECA is doing the best, they're agile. They know what collectors want. They're doing good quality things, and they have killed it. They're the win for this. Oh, absolutely! New York toy and I'll, I'll, I'll follow that up, but simply by saying that we we talk about uh, Hasbro and Mattel as 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 the, the big companies up there. I think NECA has graduated from that yeah. that second tier. You know, you call them a small company, and they may be in terms of the sheer size. But their consistency in quality, in release dates, in yep. giving the fans what they want, listening to the fans, they are they're up there with the big boys. Even their choice sure of yeah. licenses. I yeah. mean, obviously, they're in touch I've with waxed the lyrical yeah. for years about Back to the Future, but it never ever really was on the radar. I said it was a dream property that I'd like to see relaunched, but I never thought we'd get new Defenders figures. Yep. So the fact that they fought so ahead of the curve that they basically anticipated what the fan community would want and look at the reaction the fan community does want them yep. before the fan community really even asked for them. Exactly right. All okay, right. we got to call it. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this special episode of Toy Power to cover New York Toy Fair. Great to have your company. Big shout out to all our patrons. And on that note, I hope to see you around the toy aisles. 
And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.